All right, ladies and gentlemen, yes, welcome back to another episode of Facts versus Rhetoric. Thank you very much for joining us today. Wanted to do a couple follow-up thoughts on the Ukraine situation that we've talked about in the past previously. Also, we talk a lot about the yellow and blue virtue signaling, try to poke fun of it at times, and I don't think I did a really good job of tying it all together of why we're talking about that shit and why it's dangerous. And I think it's dangerous for two reasons, right? So one is when you blindly support that cause because you were kind of sold this good versus evil, like bill of goods, right? That delusion distracts you from the facts, right? And the facts are the U.S. and more specifically the military industrial complex wants there to be a forever conflict with Russia, right? It's been using Ukraine as cannon fodder to get their proxy war, which is just an excuse to sell arms and keep enriching themselves. And remember what Chomsky said in Manufacturing Consent. The media's job is to manufacture consent for the military-industrial complex, right? So you take the bait on Ukraine, and all of a sudden you're walking around going, fucking Putin, I can't believe he invaded Ukraine. You know, the news says it was an unprovoked attack, and he's a fucking madman, and he's the same guy that was behind that uh, Russiagate thing, 2016 election. What? Congress just passed Biden's request of $40 billion in aid to Ukraine. Well, that's good. No additional taxes to pay for it? Admits an already out-of-control inflation problem? Eh, no problem. Putin has to be stopped. Spoiler alert. If I hear anyone try to shoehorn in Putin into why things are the way they are, it just exposes your ignorance on the subject and your love for regurgitating network news talking points. <laughs> In 2013-14, the U.S. led the coup in Ukraine and handpicked the new anti-Russian president. You know, we covered this in detail already, so if you want to get caught up on the U.S.'s involvement in Ukraine, go back and listen to that one. I'll include it uh, down below. But also, fun fact, in that episode, we played that leaked audio of Victoria Nuland and Jeffrey Pyatt discussing who they wanted to succeed, the deposed Yanukovych. You know, and this video has just been recently removed from YouTube. That's weird, right? It's been up there for like fucking eight years. But it's now time to start whitewashing any U.S. involvement and to kind of keep the Putin narrative going. So that virtue signaling that is so easy to fall victim to allows for public support to do something we might not otherwise do if we knew the truth, right? It's like having a, a pair of yellow and blue 3D glasses on. You know, when you look through those, all you see is the pro-Ukraine narrative. You see Zelensky in the fucking T-shirt. He looks like a fucking badass. And you see Putin just as a absolute crazy person. You know, you see the U.S. as the good guy, you know, helping out the little guy. You see exactly what they want you to see to keep you from the truth. Because if you took those glasses off, a very different picture takes shape. The U.S. caused this situation in Ukraine. The U.S. overthrew Ukraine's pro-Russian, democratically elected president in 2013 and 14. The U.S. has been funneling billions of dollars in arms and money and relief to Ukraine to fund this fucking proxy war to keep it just a powder keg. The U.S. is broke and it's facing historic inflation. So printing another $40 billion to give to one of the most corrupt countries in Europe, eh, $40 billion. 
to go play war, but you know, no money to give people health care in a pandemic, right? No money to help address homelessness, no money to secure our southern border, no money to secure our schools, or you know, better yet, everyone realizing we don't have any money to give to other countries, we broke. Our government is too big and it costs us too much money. Any additional government spending should at least be accompanied by a tax, right, to pay for that program. Otherwise, it's more inflation. Has anyone mentioned any fucking Ukraine tax to pay for this $40 billion? Nope. They just want you to hang up your fucking Ukraine flag on your house. They want you to blindly support a corrupt-ass country at the expense of your own country. Because right? you're not even thinking about what's going on. You just say it's good guy, bad guy. You know, if you're busy doing that, then you're not busy pressuring your elected officials about supporting this bullshit. And if they can't blame Russia for our domestic problems, then who's to blame? Right? Have you ever thought of that? Like, why do we just constantly blame everybody else for our problems? Well, could we have to? Because if people took a second and like, holy shit, maybe it's our elected officials that are making these insane decisions. And without the news blowing so much yellow and blue smoke up your ass, you know, would you, would you be okay with our role in this? You know, if you just knew the facts, like, well, the money... We send them the sanctions that hurt everyone in the world. You know, we're, we're sending money to fix a problem that we created. This is so, this is fucking government 101. And while we're on this Ukraine boondoggle, something else struck me on my way into work today. The Russian invasion, what are we, three months in? Serious, seriously, three fucking months of this? Russia, who spends $61.7 billion annually on defense spending versus Ukraine, who spends $5.4 billion. You know, I know we're chucking Ukraine some money and weapons, but seriously, what the fuck? You're telling me we need NATO to keep the mighty Russia from invading other European countries? Three months, and they haven't been able to defeat the Ukraine, who has... 100 million less people that spends 56.3 billion dollars less? Well, Nick, that's why we need NATO, or else this would be happening every day. The only reason Ukraine is uh, in this fight is because of NATO support. Yeah, but should there be a fight in the first fucking place? Like, just think about it for two seconds. If the U.S. didn't have such a cash cow in the whole Cold War, Red Scare, Putin fucking blame game... If that wasn't such a fucking cash cow, and, and we actually wanted to do the right thing, we would have brokered a peace treaty. Actually, scratch that. We would have not overthrown their democratically elected government in the first fucking place and created this situation, because that's what we do. We swoop in, we fucking whip out our fucking spread democracy and nation build all over your shit. We blow it up on purpose, so then we always have a place to send money, to send troops, all in the name of fucking freedom and God, fucking Putin. It's, it's a fucking game, and it happens everywhere. It was in Iraq and Afghanistan for a long time. Fucking Syria. Look what we did to that place. Libya. We're in fucking Somalia. Now we're in the fucking Ukraine. Same fucking playbook. So peace is so easy. And it's not like we needed to come up with you know, this peace treaty from scratch, they could have used the Minsk agreement that they had in place in 2014. The Ukraine will do whatever the U.S. tells them to do. But instead of doing the right thing for the world, they did what's best for their wallets. 
And that's why it fucking pisses me off when you drive around. Everyone's fucking got their Ukraine stuff out because they don't know what the hell is going on. It sucks Ukraine got invaded. But Ukraine has been poking the fucking bear with the help of the rest of the world. And I'm sorry, I said this a million times, if Canada or fucking Mexico started doing the same shit Ukraine did to the U.S., what would be the U.S.'s response? It wouldn't take us three months to destroy Canada or fucking Mexico. Tell you that. Fucking NATO. What a joke. 30 countries have joined this just waste. Just like this. Oh, my God. If you if an alien landed tomorrow and you had to just describe government waste, you could just be like, well, here's NATO. Perfect example. Uh, started after World War II because everyone was so worried about the Soviet Union because they were so fucking powerful and they were like, hey, we need to align ourselves because these guys could take over the fucking world. And the aliens going, yeah, well, that fucking makes sense. And then you go to 1991, the Soviet Union disappears. And you're like, yeah, but we still need NATO. And we actually need to grow it. So as, as the Soviet Union turned into Russia and they've, and they've gotten less and less powerful... Now we need more and more people to help protect us against them? It makes no fucking sense. The US, UK, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, Greece, Turkey, West Germany, East Germany, Spain, Hungary, Czech Republic, Poland, Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, Slovenia, Albania, Croatia, and don't forget about the new additions, Montenegro and North Macedonia. And we have some aspiring members, too. That's Bosnia, Georgia, the Ukraine, Herzegovina, And in April 2022, Finland and Sweden signaled their intention to join, too, because of the war in Ukraine. 30 countries joined to deter Russia from invading someone else. It's been 31 years since the Soviet Union fell. What an absolute fucking waste of taxpayer money. And the, the latest Ukraine debacle is just the latest illustration of how inept and wasteful this fucking program is. Ukraine gets 40 billion of your US tax dollars. Actually, when you read the bill, HR 7691, which I'll include in the description below, I, I encourage you to read it, it's fascinating. We're not sending the money to Ukraine, right? It's just a, this is just the fucking transfer of wealth from the taxpayers to the military industrial complex. But when you read this thing, like, okay, let's see, what are we doing here? Well, the Department of Justice, they need $67 million to investigate, seize, detain, forfeit, inventory, safeguard, maintain, advertise, sell, or dispose of any property, real or personal, tangible or intangible, related to Russian aggression. Huh. What the fuck does that have to do? There's no Ukraine, inclu oh, including Russian aggression towards Ukraine. So they just gave the DOJ, the Department of Justice, $67 million to investigate, you know, just to anything related to Russian aggression. It's pretty vague, huh? Then you get the Department of Defense. They're all getting all this money earmarked for military personnel for related expenses, including hardship duty pay. And then you get operations and maintenance, right? So for the additional amount for operations and maintenance for the Army... 
they get $1.493 billion. I mean, the Navy gets $939 million, Air Force gets $195 million, and that's just for operations and maintenance. Oh, the Space Force, they get $800,000. We're, we're, we're helping Ukraine with the Space Force now. This bill is 14 pages long, and some of my favorite ones are the Operation and Maintenance defense-wide, so $15 billion to respond to the situation in Ukraine. Okay, got $350 million for missile procurement. Got $900 million for refugee and entrance assistance. So, you know, we got to carry out refugee and entrant assistance activities in support of citizens or nationals of Ukraine. So we'll spend $900 million to help the fucking refugees of a war we created that's fucking rich what do we got down here bilateral economic assistance funds appropriated to the president another 4.3 billion for international disaster assistance to respond to the humanitarian needs in ukraine in in the countries impacted by the situation in ukraine another 8.7 billion for economic support of ukraine it, like, it goes on and on right so 40 fucking billion dollars 40 billion the government gives themselves 40 billion extra dollars to go fucking play war with. And what do you get? You get record inflation, baby formula shortage, food shortage, record opioid deaths, chip shortages, fuel shortages, civil unrest, exploding homelessness, exploding mental health issues, shitty roads, shitty overpriced health care, shitty education, SARS-CoV-2, fucking monkeypox, fake vaccines, mandates. And don't forget about your shitty security camera pandemic that seems to be uh, affecting the whole world. The whole reason to have fucking security cameras is to see what happens if something goes down. The Las Vegas shooting, cameras were down. John McAfee suicide, cameras were down. Jeffrey Epstein suicide, cameras were down. Jean-Luc Brunel suicide, cameras were down. The New York subway shooting, the cameras were down. Ugh. And you thought the fucking McFlurry machine at Mickey D's was always broken. The virtue signaling is a tool of distraction. And next time you feel like changing your avatar to fit in, you need to ask yourself, what do you know about the situation that the news hasn't already told you? And if it's nothing, then it's time to do some homework. Virtue signaling is bad because it oversimplifies things, first of all makes it easy to get behind, but then it also prevents you from looking at something critically and be like, that doesn't make any sense. If they already have you waving your flags, they know they got you. It's like pledging your vote for a candidate before they fucking do anything for you. So again, the Ukraine situation where every US politician is blaming Putin for all of our problems, which is a mess they caused. We can see that, right? We can see how that comes full circle. Now, do you understand why our foreign policy is the way it is? It's not about fucking democracy. It's not about spreading freedom. It's not about women's rights. It's not about gay rights. Gay marriage is banned in Ukraine. So good job adding the Ukrainian colors to the fucking gay pride flag for pride month. You fucking idiots like seriously it's not about anything other than fucking stealing your money and giving it to your buddies to go fucking play war move pieces on a chessboard and keep the transfer of wealth going from the taxpayer to these fucking psychos that are in charge and it's not a republican or democrat issue this has spanned all of the administrations they'll always be a Somalia.
There'll always be a Ukraine. There'll always be some fucking reason we need to go to some other country and get involved because of terrorism or whatever they try to tell you. It's bullshit. If we were so concerned about setting a good example for the rest of the world, we would make our own bed before we went and kicked everyone else's door in and told them how to make theirs. Well, magic spell.